Time to check the email! Okay, here we go. What is the weirdest dream you've ever had? Marie. Okay, Marie. I'll tell you, but you gotta understand. The day before, all I had to eat was like 13 pudding pops, okay? So the whole dream was just a picture of... Well, let me show you. The United States. In tight, white brand underdrawers. Briefly, let's discuss what this dream means. No, really. You guys can interpret this one how you want. Me? I blame the pudding pops. Okay, so... Maybe I shouldn't have shared that with you guys. Uh... See you next week. How's it going, Texas? Abs in a six-pack! Abs in a six-pack! Hello, abs in a six-pack. Abs in a six-pack is not the greatest podcast in the world. I know, abs in a six-pack is a bad show, but what else do you have going on? Hey, New York. Waking life is filled with a lot of exciting stuff. But every night when the Sandman tucks you into bed, you exit the world of rational thought and begin to dream. If life is like a basketball game, then dreams are kind of like the halftime show. All the players leave the court and you're left with a strange performance that nobody asked for, but uh, you get anyway. It's always fascinating because it's a window into a world that you don't usually get to see. I haven't been able to remember my dreams for a while now, and I feel like I'm missing out. My nights are more like a skating rink, where the Zamboni quietly repairs the ice, leaving it smooth and blank before I wake up in the morning. Scientists say that the average person has around four dreams a night, so you know they gotta be in there somewhere. I'm not even sure if they would even be useful if I can access them, but once something is backed up long enough, it can start to cause problems you didn't expect. And once you figure out how to get things moving again, all that good stuff in your head could finally come rushing out and fill your world with inspiration. So instead of wasting half your life in a deep sleep, it's time to unlock your midnight potential and finally figure out how to remember all those sweet, sweet dreams. Sweet dreams are made of these. It's March 1st, 2023, here with Spencer and Lorian of Bowl After Bowl. Oh, I think I'm here. Hello? None of your f-ing business. That's where I was. Did y'all mute yourselves. Oh, boy. Off to a good start here. Hello. Hello. There you are. Hey. <laughs> hey, well, thanks for joining. <laughs> wow. <laughs> thanks for having us. Clean feed. It works like a dream. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Uh, I mean, that that might have been something on my feed, end. Though. I don't know. I don't know. Awesome. I don't know why. I just, I don't know. Hmm. Well, there you go. If you want to be like me, a loser, just go ahead and podcast. <laughs> well, I'm not going to do that whole intro all over again, but I'll just say uh, welcome to the show. Spencer. Oh, well, thank you. Cool. 
I heard the intro. Oh, I good. responded to the intro. I just couldn't be heard. Yeah, yeah. it's a dream I to be here. Do this. <laughs> Thank you for having us back. Yeah, I think it's been uh, just over a year since Dreams Two. That sounds right. That's kind of crazy. We had a two point five in the middle there, where uh, my buddy was peeing like for half the show or something. I remember that. I remember, I remember that. Him going Glad to the bathroom please. and be like, "You guys can't hear me." <laughs> that was that was real life. Uh, yeah. I thought that was a dream. Feels like it. But yeah, it does. Oh, um, I've got. Uh, I don't know. I have. I have mostly some goofy stuff prepared. I spent uh, a lot of time watching people's pontifications and philosophical musings on YouTube and everything from new age people to Christian people is like, this dream means you're going to hell and there's nothing you can do to change it. That's just how, what God's telling you. And you're like stuff like that. Nice. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of crazy dream stuff. I didn't clip most of that. I mostly went for the goofy angle, but I, I love, uh, people who will project their own fears, insecurities and realities into <laughs> like the dreams of others. Yeah. Yeah. That's always uh, a good move. I remember on the second one, if, I think it was the second one, not the first one. Dreams 2, we left off kind of talking about the dream guardians and and dream, like the policing of the dream world or the government intrusion of it. Yes. I haven't been able to find much on that, but I have other than just weird um, forum threads. Like schizo posts? Yeah, which I have one pulled up if you would like. Oh, I love it. So uh, this is, is the astral realm controlled by the government? from a post by Cyberlord. A spiritualist named Black Dot said the astral realm is controlled by the government and that lower-level entities are mining energy from it. He's saying that to reach the higher realms, we must reach beyond the astral realm. Is he paranoid or is he onto something? And all the comments are like, nope, that's true, that's right. So here's the top comment. There are some aspects like that in the astral realm. Um, most aspects like that are... are, are uh, most astral realm aspects are like that. But there are also higher and middle astral planes that are beyond the lower astral planes of realities and entities. I agree to truly ascend is to also collapse into the astral. So it's kind of like a bunch of gobbledygook. But he says a lot of MKUltra victims have a fascination with the astral plane. Mm. So I don't know what what that means. Um, but um, It's basically like, yeah, but nah. <laughs> yeah, but no. Um, there's, uh, there's also some more reasonable comments like, which government? There is a lot of governments. Yeah. Um, also, uh, to the extent that the people control the government, ha, 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 uh, the, the people control the astral realm too. Yeah. I would say probably to a further extent. <laughs> yeah, but, there's, uh, uh, there's definitely a lot of people saying, yeah, it's, it's closely monitored, but not controlled. I don't know. I just find it interesting because I have like in lucid dreams, uh, and other people have like, you get to like a certain point and there's like sirens and stuff. Yeah, there's like a where. whole uh, there's like a whole shut it down. Yeah, option. Yeah, real weird. Uh, if you if you figure out what's going on, then uh, there's like some Agent Smith action. Yeah, that's kind of it. Yeah, shut but, it down. Shut it down. But you know that could just be uh, that could be explained, I guess, also by just something uh, uh, internal rather than an external force doing that. Could just be sure, like, it'd be like subconscious, uh, right? It'd be like the Hollywood movie script that we all expect to experience, and so that's why we experience it. Exactly. But yeah, that's um, I I've I spent a lot a lot of time looking into that and never got anywhere with it. So I guess uh, that's your report on that. 
solid. <laughs> I think the government tries to control literally everything they can and know about, and they know about a lot. Yeah. Uh, how successful they are is always kind of a sliding scale. True. But they're doing their damnedest. I don't have any doubts about that. Um. Well, yeah. There's, uh, a, budget. Uh, There's a budget for it. Oh, yeah. Well, they can just print the money to budget it. That's right. That's yeah, right. like we talked about those astral projection studies, right? Where, mm-hmm. yeah, crazy. Are I they... think uh, a lot of shadow, I've always had the feeling that shadow people could be folks trying and playing with astral projection. They oh, I thought you were going to say right astral cops. The wrong place. I thought you were going to say like yeah, the, the, the cops of the astral. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Until you find out. I'll be fresh as hell if the feds watch. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> to quote two chains. Um, but yeah, I got, uh, I don't know, I got a, a bunch of stuff, but I did kind of want to start uh, where that opening clip left off. Uh, this is, it's from an HBO show, which is just like the, a brilliant display of autism is really what the show is. It's called How To with John Wilson. And he walks around like a, with a POV view New York City with a camera and a lot of it doesn't translate if you can't see it but he did a whole episode called how do you how to remember your dreams and that's what that's from and uh I kind of just have one more clip from that uh that I think would be a good kickoff here supposedly the first thing you got to do is keep a pen and paper by the bed so that you can get in the habit of writing everything down the moment you wake up even if you draw a blank You can just write down nothing to report. And before you know it, you'll begin to recall little fragments. Everything's really hazy at first. You remember vague shapes and colors, but after a while, the content becomes much more clearly defined. Sometimes you dream that you're flying, or that you move into a strange new neighborhood just slightly out of town. Sometimes you dream that you're being pursued in a high-speed chase. Or that you have to complete a strange challenge you don't understand. You're not sure what any of it means, but maybe you could discover some kind of practical use for all this raw material. So who's who's that you got there? This is Foxy. Very happy, jolly dog, loves people. Cool. Who's that? Okay. Who's that? So one night when I went to sleep, I had a dream. I was in the park with my nephews, and we were walking with the dog that I had just gotten. And I looked down, and the leash actually had split into two. So my nephew was holding one, and then I was holding one. And it's just kind of an aha moment in the dream. So I woke up, started drawing some sketches. Um, then I started pretty much reaching out to some manufacturers, and it all took off from there. You think your dog knows that it's being controlled by two people? She loves it. She loves all the attention. Just increases the conversation with people when they're walking. So now people can communicate a little more, like, let's go here, let's go there. And everybody gets to enjoy the experience. This is nice. I will say the biggest hurdle was the name. Well, why was the name hard? The name was hard because... Um, 
unfortunately the word love has kind of been over sexualized and just making it a love leash people had different ideas about it when i was especially when i was reaching out to find people to shrink wrap the box and different things like that they were curious about what it is um oh did they think this was a sex toy (laughs) yeah i had the dream i stuck with it i believed in it i had faith and i just moved forward i think anybody can really do it do you ever have dreams that you you wish you could forget (laughs) um a few a few there you go, making your dreams a reality with the love leash. The love leash? <laughs> yeah. That sounds really good. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. But um I can't Dude, say enough great things about that show. It's very um I've never really seen anything like it. So if you have HBO Max people, check it out. The name was what again? How to with John Wilson. Oh, how to. I've heard of that. Yeah. It's um so this one was else. how to dream. Yeah, this was how to remember remember your your dreams. dreams. Yeah, how to remember your dreams. Yeah, there's. I mean, it's just kind of just to give you an example of what might happen in an episode is he starts off trying to his cats keep scratching his couch, so he's filming and he narrates the whole thing, you know, afterwards in post production. But he's trying to. It's how to cover your furniture, and he ends up like finding this guy protesting on on the streets of New York while he's on the way to cover his furniture, talking about how to. cover something or how, how something else should have been covered is this guy protesting against uh, circumcision and it's male genital mutilation and so he ends up following this guy to like this big convention about it and then next thing you know he's talking with movies with this old guy inside his house who's showing you his patented t- device with a pulley system to sh- regrow your foreskin by stretching out your penis and it shows the whole thing and him doing it and his dick and everything yeah. and they're just it's just like um it's like how did we get here and then by the end I've of the episode that. okay the yeah. tuggy right yeah I've always thought about using the tuggy. Yeah, I don't know. Seems like it might hurt. To... <laughs> That's what I... Might, might hurt so good. <laughs> um, reclaim your wiener, man. Yeah. The bit the bit they took from you when you were just a little baby. That's so fucking... Ugh. Ooh. It is kind of cringe when you think about it too long. Okay, so... Maybe I shouldn't have shared that with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it was all a dream. I got a got a new dream jingle. You know I'm a dreamer. Yeah. Based. Nice. Um. Well, yeah. I don't know. I what do you uh, What do you got? What's been going on in your guys' dream land, dream world? Well, um, I I flip through because I take my dream notes on this this notes app on my phone because. I have a thing that I write in, but I always lose it. And then most of my notes are down here in the basement, which I'm not going to just come all the way down here to write a dream down. So I usually just type it up on the phone while I'm doing the morning pee. Based. And I saw Mint. Dreams 2 and a half was April 26th. And so I scrolled back to that timeline, time frame, and... It looks like uh, that was like when my dumbass rewrote uh, the note for Lavish that caused caused a bunch of controversy. <laughs> I was like trying to think that I was helpful by like giving him an edit suggestion after the fact, like a fucking idiot. Yeah. So that's a good memory. Um, and I got a couple in here, but there's one in here. Do you need some time? Because I have a hardcover 
dream journal that I'm I put even, next to my bed. I want to hear it. I want to hear. I want to hear you. <laughs> talk. Fuck yeah, hardcover and everything. It, okay, I don't. The book has its foreskin. It does. It does. Yeah, I I am not writing down every day, but I I remember a lot of my dreams. Like last night, I had a dream that Spencer and I were working at a cube farm, and we just kept meeting up in his office. Well, yeah, he got promoted to an office from a cube. And so then I would just go hang out in his office and we'd just fuck around and goof off and make weird things out of objects on the desk and get in trouble. And, uh, but yeah, so I didn't write that down. But I have written down (laughs) several dreams. And uh, like this one here, uh, Gymshark. And this is my quality of uh, remembering and writing. I wrote, all I remember is a school gymnasium filled to the ceiling with sharks swimming around. So I guess it's filled with water with sharks swimming around. Uh, Then some kid decided to open the gym door and the water and sharks came flooding out into the school while the main doors were open. So most of the water ran outside. The sharks were left flopping around. (laughs) Yep, I don't know. I got no thoughts on what it could mean. It was just goofy. Floppy shark. You know what that means. Yeah. Oh, you know what, though? I th- I think it was Dreams 2 and a half when we talked about escalators. Eels. Yeah, so I started... <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to, like, meditate on escalators before falling asleep. And I did have one escalator dream. Guess where this one is located, Spence? In my notes app on my phone. <laughs> Yeah. This is before I got the dream journal rocking and rolling. Oh, I can uh, tell you're busting you can, that thing out. I was going to say, you can hear when I get my phone, because then it starts uh, fucking with my microphone. Try to give it airplane mode. That might help. Oh, okay. Good to know. Just might help. It's the signals, Faraday man. Cage. It's the government trying to intervene and spy on our dreams, man. I don't know about you, but I find these dreams pretty awesome. Here, okay, here is my escalator dream. Two escalators in a mall, side by side, that only go up. I can see the next two floors with shops, but the escalators go past them and disappear into darkness. So I get on the escalator anyway and decide to go up. Uh, enter the darkness, and there is a pink flashing light with tracers all around that appears. The escalators start moving forward instead of up, like one of those flat escalator things at the airport uh eventually there the other escalator fades and a new one comes into view and who's standing on it but you sir seat sitter (laughs) you're sitting on this escalator coming towards me and uh then they kind of like froze because we started having a conversation so things weren't moving anymore um you were wearing sunglasses so i couldn't really tell where you were looking but it seemed like it was in my direction that seems like me yeah, you know. So uh, what did we talk about? How we finally found the escalator and they don't seem to go anywhere. And then the lights went out and you disappeared and the escalator reverse direction went back down and I ended up back where I started. So wow. yeah, that was my exhilarating escalator <laughs> escapade. No, it <laughs> No Agenda Millennial says, uh, that means you fell asleep watching Mallrats and Sir Sitter is gay. 
Oh, nice. Is he our own personal uh, Joseph in the chat room now? Yeah, he's the, the dream <laughs> whisperer. I love it. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's uh, the escalators. I I honestly kind of forgot to be on the lookout for those. I've had some like that I vaguely remember, but I can't remember any recent escalator. Um, any escalator experiences in real life yeah. or in dreams. <laughs> I haven't been getting on escalators much. In real life, the escalator always stands out to me because uh, our oldest is terrified of escalators, rightfully so. And so it's always like a, uh, we're preparing to get on the escalator kind of thing. And sometimes she's like, I'm good. I'm going to just get on the escalator. But she always pauses and takes a minute and then hops on. Sometimes she's like, I got to hold your hand. Someone hold my hand. Uh, So escalators always stand out when we encounter them, usually at Crown Center here. But every time I dream about escalators, I'm in some, like, retro mall. Like a mall that was better than the malls I ever visited as a kid. Like an 80s mall? Like an 80s mall, yeah. <laughs> I just uh, grabbed, because we usually have this when we sit down and do these things, the uh, Ultimate Dictionary of Dream Language. Oh, uh, yes. It's a large uh, book. There is, a, of course, a entry for Escalator. <clears throat> Under Escalator it says, you will finally be free of a long-term burden within seven days. See, this kind of thing, I, I already, like, right away, I think is kind of a little bit jerk-offy. Uh, <laughs> this turmoil was a result of another person's illness, but they will rapidly recover. This dream is a good luck omen, especially for the next week. To go up, trust your intuition. You are right on target concerning matters of the heart. Go the extra mile to make that special person happy. You will enjoy mutual love and fulfillment. Sounds mm. like... Uh, 69ing in the next week if you go up an escalator. So, some of that stuff is, um, it's kind of like a, astrology where it's so vague, it really could make, it could apply to anything. So it's like, yeah, it's true, but it's also well, true because it's so that's, vague. That's yeah. almost the kind of thing that irritates me about this particular pass is like, it could be vaguer. I would be happy if it was more vague, you know? It's like, uh, it's trying to say like the next seven days, you know, like, oh, okay. the next seven days. And so you're just like walking around, like pulling your hair out, like looking at the calendar, like, oh, it's five days. Oh my God, Kenny Day now. Was that, what was <laughs> and, the movie? Uh, the Ring? Seven days. Seven days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't while, know about all that, dog. While you, while you just let into dream meetings, let me detour here real quick. I have, uh, okay. I, t- I pulled three short clips from, a video on YouTube is called 17 common dream meanings. You should never ignore. Uh, I only pulled three of the 17. Ones. So you ignored 14 of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Number six. Never? Yeah. This is uh this is teeth. This is, okay. I, I, I went uh, six, five, I get four. teeth all the goddamn time. I hate yeah. the teeth yeah. ones. Let me know if you guys, uh, if this makes sense to you, because I, I have a different, I think take than what this YouTube guy is saying. Number six okay. teeth. If you've ever dreamed that your teeth are falling out, this indicates feelings of insecurity, not being good enough, or feeling unattractive. This could be in regards to a romantic relationship, school, or work. In addition, having a dream that involves the pulling of teeth is a sign that something needs to come out. And lastly, rotten teeth. This indicates anxiety or some kind of fear you are experiencing. Hmm. I, I mean, I, I agree with that, kind of, but mostly I just assumed it was more um, fear of aging, right? Fear of, like, getting old. Yeah. 
It definitely makes me anxious as fuck when my teeth start falling out of a dream because most of the times I don't know it's a dream. You know, like you're just yeah. you're just standing yeah. around, and then I think that we've talked about teeth before. But when I have the teeth loss ones, like it's Everybody almost always one. busted in half horizontally is what happens to my teeth. They just Ooh. like come apart <laughs> horizontally, so the root is still in there. Oh god! But like half of it falls out. Like broken teeth? Like broken teeth. And it's yeah. so fucked. And then, like, I usually can, like, push it back in. And you know, like, anything with, like, a clean break where you can kind of push it back in and it sort of stays just because the break is so clean? Mm-hmm. But yeah. you got to keep your tongue over it. And you're like, oh, fuck. If I let go, then it's going to fall into my mouth again. Oh, my God. This is the worst fucking. <laughs> yeah, those Maybe, teeth, uh, teeth streams are pretty bad. I if, think... it, if it's, like, self-conscious of how you look. Like, maybe uh, it's just when I start getting fat again that <laughs> I, I have those. I just think it's because I don't like the dentist, and I don't want to go to the dentist, and then my brain's like, well, if you don't take care of your teeth, they're going to fall out. And then I have that dream once in a great, great while. So the broken dre- teeth dream is just pro-dentistry propaganda? Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. The, dentist, the dentistry lobby is invading the dreams with, like, some kind of astral machine to give everybody teeth falling out dreams. Yeah, dream marketing. <laughs> here we are. These fucking filth. All right, but why? Everyone has the teeth dream. Yeah, in some way or another, it's crazy. Yeah, you don't have people. Not everybody has like, oh, my eyeballs are falling out dream, or oh, I'm getting super fat dreams. But the teeth dream is universal. Yep. Uh, here's the next one here. Number seven, ants. <laughs> Dreaming about ants may be an indication of something bothering or irritating you. This is thought to be your subconscious prompting you to deal with an issue or issues rather than having them pile up over time. Since ants are known to work together in teams, dreaming about them can also show that you value your relationships with family and friends, and you believe in working as a team to get things done. What? Ants is the dream team? Yeah, apparently. He's like, ants ants represent, uh, you know, Things you need to deal with that are piling up. And also, ants represent, like, your family and everybody getting along. It's like, what? Yeah, I'm going to rate that one a one out of ten. It's like uh, very chummy. Ants are very chummy, but, uh, you know, you've been blowing shit off. you got to get shit done. (laughs) Wow. Like, considering I have never dreamed about ants. Like, I'm trying to really remember. And I don't think I've ever dreamed about ants. I've had yeah, dreams about bugs so. in general and spiders and shit, but ants specifically, but, but I can't think of. Shit piling up that you are supposed to do, uh, I could probably be like the poster child for that. Oh, yes, me so, too. So, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I think that one's bullshit. Yeah. All right, last one. Number eight, hair. <laughs> it's likely that there are areas in your relationships that need work if you are dreaming about hair. It may be your subconscious nudging you to put more focus on and embrace the sexual side of your personality. Hair also symbolizes, whether it comes to work or relationships, that you prefer to know where you stand in relation to others and that you have a longing to connect with people. If you dream about long hair, it means you are seeking a sense of freedom, and this may call for that opportunity to remove the restrictions you may be putting on yourself sometimes. I don't know about you, but I find these dreams pretty awesome. Oh my god, yes. Ugh. Yeah. Well, that's a weird one. Because, like, 
dreaming about hair. I'm pretty sure every dream I've ever had has hair in it because everybody's got like hair, you know? Yeah. Except for the people that are bald. Yeah, yeah. but they still have pubes <laughs> unless they uh, keep a tight ship. That's right. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That, that was weird, that, right? It's weird if you like wake up and that was your focus was on the hair. Like, whoa, I had a dream about hair. You'd be like, whoa. Well, I had a dream about hair. I better add that. I was just going to be 16 on this list, this video list, but now i got to make a 17th one. I don't know about you, but I find these dreams pretty awesome. <laughs> I don't know about you. <laughs> oh, that, that. I don't know about this guy. Goddamn, hair is one of the... Holy shit, it is an enormous entry in this book, actually. Okay, what do we got? It's a full... Uh... It's a full three fucking pages of hair, actually. Because you could be doing so much to the hair, right? Like, it could be falling out, or you could be getting it done, That's or you could right. be cutting it. Hair, just in general, it says, take the time to clear out your schedule and make room for some free time, because within the week, here it is again, within the week, you will be required to handle additional matters of importance. Okay. Uh, that's as vague as, like, you could get something in the mail, right? You yeah. will be able to use the free time to handle these matters much easier and with more calm. So that's the general hair. But then there's like a sub-entry for all of the following. Gold-colored hair, outrageously colored hair, white hair, white hair on a young person, a person with white hair who does not have white hair in reality, tangled and disorderly hair, wavy hair. If you do not recognize the person with wavy hair, I mean, there's like 30 more at least. A lot of hair. To smell burned hair, to find hair in food, hair falling out, hairy Dude, the body. the smell of burned hair is so weird. It's really nasty. Yeah, it is. Yeah, as somebody that like, uh... smokes cigs, if the, if the wind blows my hair into my mm. cig, even just for a second, that burnt hair smell, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Or if you've got like a, I don't know how this happens, but every once in a while you fucking wind up with like a crack lighter, where you turn that son of a bitch down and the flame is still at just what like comically enormous and you're like how did this happen how did this get like this it's always the cheap lighters that do that yeah this shitty gas station like a, i got a poor boy's lighter that's doing that right now and so every fucking time it's like i have to hear my mustache crinkle when i'm lighting a cigarette and i'm like no <laughs> <laughs> terrible and then it smells awful too yeah and then your mustache looks all fucked up and you're like well time to shave it's all bullshit man it's all bullshit okay well anyway we, uh, we can get back to your um your guys's journal entries now after that like detour of um <laughs> ants teeth and hair the I three like the three basic food groups i don't know about you but i find these detours awesome <laughs> i have a short entry from october 30th of 2022 said made a casual fun witchcraft website for my daughters and got sued for $77,000 by a Jewish coven because of my word choice. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That yeah. sucks. Yeah. See, I like write my sentences or I write my dreams out in one sentence. Well, wow, that's pretty succinct. Yeah. Just sum it all up. Like I remember you talking about going through your dream backwards and you had crazy details. It happens sometimes with me. Like, the the sooner I can write it down, the more I can get down. Yeah. And it's weird. Like, if you get it down, then it's kind of cemented into this realm or into this world. And you can look at it and you can go, oh, yeah, fuck, I remember that. But if you don't write it down and you're still trying to kind of chase that memory of it, it's just, it fades. I don't know what about it, but it just fades. 
And you yeah, can that never one where you like were talking about back. the you had the map of it, and then you were talking about the uh, the false awakening where you woke up and we were doing the show, and you were somehow yeah. like your 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 equipment was all wonky, but you were playing videos for us of the dream. Yeah, that just happened. Yeah, that's pretty. We wild. were doing like deep analysis and like pausing and rewinding of it. Shit. Uh, like John, that was Madden crazy because it, it also happened like right before we did the show. That dream was like. I woke up from it maybe an hour and a half before we did the show. And uh, I was kind of feeling weirdly off. And the same thing happened today. I thought, hey, maybe I'll do that again. But there was just too much like noise and bullshit going on for me to actually dream today. Yeah. Um, But I do have one here from, uh, let's see, was this last September? Yeah. September 23rd. Uh, I dreamed it was the last day of high school. Which automatically, I always hate these dreams where yeah. I'm back in high school because I'm always like, my first my first thought is always like, didn't I fucking get free of this shit? Yeah. Like I thought I was done with this bullshit. Yeah. Uh, was the last day of high school. I was supposed to give some dumb PowerPoint presentation to the class. The teacher was waiting for students to file back in from something. I don't know. Uh, displayed a slideshow of Shaylee's birthday party, and I thought it was prom when I saw the pictures. Uh, Shaylee, by the way, she was like. I guess one of like the hot popular girls, right? She was like one of the Queen de la Queens in my school. Uh, so I thought it was prom. So when someone said, oh, yeah, I went to that, I was like, yeah, me too, because I thought it was prom. And Shaylee was like, no, you didn't come to that. And in the pictures, uh, all the girls were wearing coordinated formal tresh- dresses. So like right when she said that, I kind of realized it was like a rich chick birthday situation. Uh, and then I was like, oh, fuck. And we were anticipating the final bell. And I was, like, maintaining various states of undress, which also happens to me in, like, classroom dreams for some reason. Uh, I had been in my red bikini briefs most of the time, but I shed those at some point. Like, I didn't take them off. They just were off at some point. (laughs) And then suddenly, a gang of dudes (laughs) zoomed off the campus in some weird uh, Jeep with a pickup bed. Uh, They sped off and uh, smashed into a Bank of America storefront. Uh, then they backed up and kept speeding down through the co- town with cops on their tails, smashing into cars and street signs all the way. Uh, and then it says, don't really remember the rest. We were all trying to imitate the bell tone so we could leave. <laughs> you ever do that in high school where it's like you get out at 220 and then like 217, somebody's like, Doo! and they're trying to like make a fake bell so that everybody just gets up and the teacher buys it and you just leave. <laughs> I, no. So we were all doing the fake bell. The bell was like no. a ring, like an actual bell, like. like oh, not, you had like a clangy bell, like yeah, a. Like the ding. Yeah, 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 exactly. Only like massive vibrating. Yep. We had. But a if you tone. just nowadays kids have their phones, couldn't somebody just play the sound of the bell on their phone? Probably, if it was yeah. loud enough. That's not a bad move. We had a tone. It was like. Oh, God. Yeah, we had that in my school too. Talk about slave training, bro. It's like Pablo's dog, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, I got it was a uh, weird dream. I got. I have really only one that I think sticks out to me. Let me grab this journal. It's very. I when I wake up, I write down like just a bunch of words to try to like. I haven't like wrote. It's not proper English. Um, uh oh. But uh, so basically, so, but I remember this one because it freaked me out. Like I rarely get scared in dreams. I get shot, stabbed kidnapped yep. in my dreams that never freaks me out but the thing that really freaks me out 
in in the dreams I have is when and it's, it's it's like freakier than the teeth thing for sure to me is when my brain isn't working or I I have like oh. no sh- no short term memory or I can't or like you can't talk or you're or you're blind or you you realize like that you're I have dreams more often than I would like where I'm hallucin like I'm hallucinating and then I know I'm hallucinating but I can't tell what's yep. real and what's not and I had yeah, this I one was. dream where I couldn't control my body I was like in this weird city almost like post apocalyptic city. And it felt it. This thing felt like it was like weeks, if not months, of time where you're walking around. I'm walking around, and I can't control my body, but I'm conscious. And so, like, I'm basically just like a passenger, looking through my eyes while my body does everything. And everybody in the whole city I'm in is all having the same thing happen to them, where we're like just doing things like in a zombie-like fashion and like trying to build something or achieve some goal, but everybody has this fear in their eyes because they have the same thing as me where they, they can't really can, they can't control anything they're doing and we can't talk. You're just, you're aware of it, but you can't change anything. You're just kind of going yeah. through the motions and everybody oh, else God. is like, can't control their bodies or talk either, but everybody's got that. Like I, I, kn- I picked up pretty quick that everybody else in this whole city also had this, like their eyes were, you can tell they're like alert, but everybody's just, um, they're like their body's been hijacked or something. That's creepy. And uh, but then, it um, and that was, that was like during the day, and then at night, once the sun went down, um, somehow like a couple of us, and I don't remember, it was nobody I know, I don't think, like nobody I would recognize in real life, but a couple of us somehow realized we could escape from that like uh, state in at nighttime. And for like weeks going back and forth between day and night at night, we like found this underground passage where this giant kind of like a big glowing orb, but it was in the shape of a pyramid was underneath a city rotating. And we had to solve all these like weird fucking temple of doom style puzzles. And we, I had like found these, like these ancient scrolls and it was like the old, and we (laughs) eventually ended up waking, like more waking more and more people up out of the city. And then everything was back to normal after like a long period of time. But it was Thanks. like one of the most nice. vivid dreams I've ever had, and it was fucking freaky. But yeah, the the dreams that really freak me out are not even that the ones where you can't control your body, but the ones where I don't even know how to describe it. But it's just like um, like you're losing your mind, kind of. It's like you're, um, that's wild, yeah. Like where you can't you 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 don't know what's real, and you can't um, like yeah, you just your 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 five senses aren't working. And they're all like completely uh, misfiring, I guess. Those are the only ones that really give me the jibblies. I uh, always hate where I can't like run away. Uh, just about any time I'm chasing either towards somebody or away from somebody, I just have this weird fucking inability. Like the harder I try to stride out, my steps just go up instead of out. And so I'm t- like I'm making all this effort to move just barely any distance at all, and it's so and I like it's slow mo and it's very frustrating. I hate that. Hate it a lot. Don't you hate that? Are we still connected? I don't know. It says we are. 
Hello, operator. Uh, let me refresh again. Oh, good. Okay, okay no, I, that was oh. my bad this time. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, like, am I dreaming here? Oh, am shit. I dreaming? That was freaky. You know I'm a dreamer. All right. Well, that's... That's right. That was... Uh, I, I think I was... Yeah, I thought I was dreaming because nobody could hear me. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, uh, uh, stimulus response, stimulus response. I've been drinking beer! Beer, 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 beer! There we go. Uh, you mentioned that dream where, well, you said like stepping up. I can think of dreams where it's like I'm running as hard and as fast as I can. I'm not getting anywhere. Yeah. But also dreams where I end up trying to scream as loud and hard and oh. whatever as I can and nothing comes out. Yeah. It's like Those are bad. A whisper. I don't like that. I'll be like trying to scream somebody back or like do like a, it's always like against some kind of weird malevolent entity. It's like, uh, yeah. you're trying to do like the Gandalf, you shall not pass type scream. Exactly. And it's like, <laughs> and what's worse is when you wake up right at that point and you're actually making noises. You're like, like doing that shit. Yeah. <laughs> it makes you feel like the fucking whatever Ursula turns the mermaids into. <laughs> Little seaweed creatures. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I always Ugh. feel like. Yeah. Holy shit. I don't like I, that. I woke up in bed. Like, usually when I wake up, I'm not actually making noises. But the only time in the last couple of years, I remember waking up where it's like, wow, I don't, I might talk in my sleep. It's like, I woke up in the middle of a dream where I was like a cop and I was trying to arrest R. Kelly and I was chasing him. And then I woke up <laughs> yelling, not yelling, but like, talk, like loudly talking about R. Kelly. I was like, <laughs> I was like and then I was like, oh man, like. I definitely was talking to him, like, if, at least in my sleep or right when I woke up, <laughs> just yelling something about R. Kelly. It's like, felt pretty Damn. stupid. That's pretty funny, man. <laughs> I, uh, I also have woken up, even kind of recently, laughing hysterically because something was at the at funny in the dream. And so I'm just like dying laughing. And I wake up, and you're, you're, you wake up and you're laughing kind of retarded because you're just like howling in the dream, laughing so hard you're crying. And then when you wake up, you're like, <laughs> yeah, like that. So hard. <laughs> You've woken me up laughing before and I'm always like, what's funny? And then you were like, oh, I don't remember. I'm I like, never, dang it. <laughs> I never can remember <clears throat> when that happens to me. Some of the funniest, uh, I those are the dreams I wish I could remember the most. Is the ones that are just like hilarious, right? Because I I always wonder like if I wrote that out, if it would be nearly as funny as it was at the time. <laughs> you gotta wonder. Yeah, we're missing content here. Yeah. I know, Some I of the funniest like a... shit I like that's made me laugh the hardest was yeah when I was asleep and I wake up and I'm like God I yep. remember, I wish I could remember what that was because it was hilarious. Definitely. Yeah, I've had lows. I've even had those sort of recently. Um, I talked to uh, Asina earlier, too, about dreams. Oh, yeah. Rayla wouldn't talk to me about them. She, like, freaked out. She was like, no, she it's did. too scary. And then, like, when I when I wanted to sit down and talk to her about dreams, like, about her dreams, she was so freaked out and said she didn't want to talk about them to the extent that she just claimed that she's made all of her dreams up ever and has never had a dream. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Which I know is bullshit. Yeah. she. I think she had a really bad dream last night. 
because when you came down to talk to Asina, she started crying and was like, I'm not sharing this. I don't want to talk to anyone. And I was like, think about good dreams because you have plenty of dreams you share with me and some of them are funny. So just tell a funny one. And, and then she just freaked out. I don't want to share my dreams. She's the one that gave us the dinosaur dream report on two, right? On dreams two. Or was that? That Um, might have been Asina also. I think so. Probably was Asina. Um, So I have a few different clips of we sat down. It started off like uh, super productive. So first of all, what is a dream? (laughs) You don't know what a dream is? That was was the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) She had no idea. She's like, I don't know. Is a dream like... Something you see when you're sleeping? Something that happens when you sleep? I dreamed about we were at a playground and me and Ray cried when we were at a waterfall. Oh, Ray cried when we were at a waterfall? Then what happened? Um, we go to the playground and, um, uh, I don't remember. Okay. Do you remember the first time you ever had a dream? No. You don't remember? Do you had a dream last night? No. No. Nope. I just kept on, uh, whoops, I kept on striking out with some of these, you know? Yeah. Some of these prompts. It was like a prompt stomp. Uh, but then prompt stomp. I got her warmed up. <laughs> stomp. Yeah, she was stomping. You ever have a scary dream? No. Nope. That's only, good. Only a long time ago, I had, I had three scary dreams. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Do you remember what happened? Um, one scary dream, when John was crying, he turned into a wall of um scary skeletons that had water lights, and he was catching, and they were catching us. Oh, wow. wow. That's scary. But did, um, you, did you get away from them? Um, yeah. That's good. And when they touched us, we, um, you stopped, and then they touched us. I mean, they touched you, and then you turned into a skeleton, and mom, and then Ray, and then me. Oh. That's scary. So the kids saw us, and we were playing. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. That's a scary one. Scary. Spooky one, right? Yeah. Spooky. Yeah, all from John crying. Thanks, John. <laughs> yeah, what's up with that, man? <laughs> this whole thing is very, very spooky. Uh, I have a, I have like two more sections of this. In my next dream was it was Valentine's Day and Ray come in here and Ray said, Cena, it's Valentine's Day. And then they were dancing and I hear them dancing and I was going to walk down and then a monster came and he said, if you knock that one more time, I'm going to trap you. Oh, no. Did you get trapped? No. Well, that's good. I didn't knock the, on the door again. Oh, that's smart. And then, <laughs> I just had two dreams. Oh, just the two scary dreams? Uh-huh. Well, that's not too bad. Yeah, she stopped knocking because the monster said uh, <laughs> she'd get trapped otherwise. So nothing happened. Nothing yeah. bad. She dodged a real bullet. Well, this is kind of scary, you know, like the potential of being trapped is always there. So what happened is nothing. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, let's see. Uh, this is this last one. Do got. you like having dreams? Yeah. What's your favorite dream? Um, my favorite dream was a few days ago. I dreamed about I wanted a Mickey stuffed animal, and then Mickey tossed me the min, the money one, and then um Minnie came, and then. We were swinging, and then um, Minnie waked Mickey up, and she thought it was Mickey, but it was a vampire Mickey. So oh. we, so we hided in the sand, and he found us. Oh wow! What did he do when he found you? Um, <laughs> we were just eating gummy bears oh, and yeah. ice cream. Well, that sounds nice. <laughs> Is that why it was your favorite dream? Because you were eating gummy bears and ice cream? Uh-huh, and then we saw Clara Bell, and she was trapped. And then when we got trapped, and there was one eyeball. Oh, one oh. eyeball? Yeah. Ooh. And it was purple. Purple? What was purple? The eyeball. Wow. Like the haunted house one. Gotcha. Was <coughs> that... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. And uh, that was the end of the dream. That was the end of the dream? Uh-huh. Do you have any other favorite dreams? No. That was your favorite? Uh-huh. Anything else that you can think about to say about dreams? Um, no. Okay. Well, thanks for telling me about yeah. your dreams. You're welcome. Aw. There we go. That's pretty good. Freaking dream marketing. So, uh, the purple eye from Haunted House, because they've been watching the shit out of that uh, Korean anime. The Haunted House, right? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know what that is. Uh, I've seen it too many times to not know what it is, but I still don't know what it is also. It's a Korean cartoon. They found it when you were tiling at your dad's house, and your dad has Netflix, so they clicked on there and decided they liked it. Well, they've got one season on Netflix, which they watched the crap out of while you were doing that tiling project. Yeah. And then the rest of it has never been translated. So, like, there's eight seasons, I think, that have all come out since uh, 2016. But all that's available to them right now is uh, the first one. It's like they go around and go find ghosts. With a goblin. The little goblin is uh, what they really love about the whole thing. They can, like, summon the goblin from this wristwatch thing. and then oh, like uh, Ben 10. Yeah, yeah. And they, you know, set these ghosts free, send them on their way to heaven. And then the evil ghost remnant becomes a monster they can summon from their little wristwatch thing. It's really weird. But yeah, Asians have really weird that. cartoons, I gotta say. Yeah, the first episode was about... These brothers, little boys that drowned, and then, you know, they were suffering and haunting the earth and whatever. But they got to say goodbye to their mom, and then off to heaven they went. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched any any uh, dream-related shows recently, other than that John Wilson how-to. And I haven't really been dreaming. I guess I haven't been watching that much uh, 
shows to really have them affect my dreams. The only show I've been watching is The Last of Us, and I haven't had any zombie fungus dreams yet. Yet, it's probably coming. They're in the they're in the shoot, just waiting. That show is uh, so good, but it's so gay. I always hear people talk about it. Did just you like, ever is there watch... a single straight? Is there a single heterosexual in this whole sh- apocalypse? No, apparently not. Oof, but that's okay. <laughs> They're definitely not going to repopulate after this one. Like, boys, this is the end of humanity. This is the, the last apocalypse, man. Yeah. And then everyone was gay. <laughs> That'll do it. The yeah. end. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> Did you ever watch Paprika? Um, I, I think I, I want to say I watched it like right after, like right after Dreams. Two or two and a half, but I think yeah, I was so drunk I don't Chris remember a, much of it. It's a homework assignment. You gave yeah, me the link and I watched it, but I was like, kind of shit canned. I need to rewatch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check it out again. That's a fun one. Yeah. I've been drinking beer. Beer, 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 beer. Beer's good. And stuff. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, I think I still have that link. So yeah, I will, I will rewatch it. I remember. I kind of remember it like a, like I remember a dream. <laughs> but for different reasons. Yeah, like the uh, visuals of certain ah! scenes. That's kind of how I remember it, too. Like, there's, yeah. there's this big fucking parade that's kind of centered around the whole movie, right? There's this, like, this parade that keeps marching forward towards right. some, like, ominous destination. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. But I don't, I like, there's a lot of things I don't remember, too. Uh, Like, I don't, I'm trying not to spoil it for everyone, also. But they're create working on this device where they can enter people's dreams, access the dreams, and kind of sway the dreams in different directions right. as like a therapy technique. You remind you, I, yeah, because you told me about that after I told you after I told you guys about uh, Dream Corp LLC on Adult Swim. Yeah, like, that's oh, right. That's, yep. Yeah, okay. So same concept. That now, yeah, it's coming back to me now. Yeah. Yep. Except for like, uh, but pre- then it all pretty goes sp- wrong. Pretty sparkly animu, and then go- going wrong animu. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than, uh, it's like, uh, that, the one on, uh, Adult Swim is like gringy, dungy, dream dungeon. But really fun. Yeah. I'm gonna, like, I'm... how can we make this the, uh, most fucked up, degenerate, like, scene? <laughs> Definitely gonna have to rewatch that one. Uh, but speaking of devices that let you not necessarily enter dreams, but record dreams. I do have a clip on that. I want one. Um, And it's, this is on YouTube. This machine records your dreams. Not clickbait. This. (laughs) As soon as you start a video with not clickbait, it's, you know, it's clickbait. (laughs) For sure. Not clickbait. This device can record your dreams. How? I'm going to show you and it will blow your mind because it is actually possible. Wow. This device will literally change the future of dreams and lucid dreaming. Oh, I'm going to start by literally. explaining how dream recording works, the simple inventions that can do it today, and finally, the device that will change the world. And I bet all my V-Bucks on it. Watch until the end, because it gets really interesting. This technology is insane. You yourself that you suck. <laughs> I bet all my V-Bucks on it. Yeah, what the what fuck is a V-Bucks? V-Bucks? Uh, I don't have a P, any P box. So I just have V box. <laughs> Vagina box. <butt. laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
He basically pulled your little dick out in front of everyone and jerked you off until nothing came out because you are a boy. It <laughs> will detect when you are in a dream and about halfway through, wake you up. Then you will be asked what you dreamt about while still hooked up to the machine. Based on brain scans, the machine will run a powerful algorithm which searches a database of millions of images and puts them together to best approximate what your dream looked like. This has been done hundreds of times in the past, so many times that real software has been created to do this automatically. Wow. And the crazy part is, those images actually match up with the dream, which is creepy but fascinating. But images are boring. No one likes pictures, so scientists what? created a software that uses video instead of images, which produces even more shocking results. When woken up, the dreamer watches about two hours of random movie footage. This causes certain areas of the brain to light up whenever a part in the movie is similar to the dream they just had. Using a very advanced algorithm and millions of short clips from YouTube, artificial intelligence yeah. is able to recreate the dream based on what areas of the brain lit up during certain parts of the movie. This is an example of somebody's dream recorded using this technique. It looks like shit, by the way. Like Sounds like shit. <laughs> this is currently the best modern approach we have to dream recording. And as the software is improved, the clearer these videos, or dreams, will become. But what if I told you there's an even better way to record dreams? I but tell you shit. The answer is Elon Musk. Oh, oh my god. Oh. Dude, you need to chill. <laughs> Bro, is The that... answer is Elon Musk. I got so hashtag trend me, hashtag guy, hashtag person. By the way, he he. I skipped the five minutes of bullshit before you got to that part where he's just like, "Oh my god!" It's oh my god, yeah, Elon. Yeah. Musk. Answer the answer. It's Elon Musk is Elon Musk. Not clickbait. More specifically, Neuralink. Yeah, and it'll be ready oh. in twenty years. More like Neurostink, am I right? Uh. Yeah. <laughs> hey oh, oh you want to suck the dick of mama, mama, mama. <laughs> Um, did you see the the fucking uh, keynote he did to like introduce that the first time with the fucking pigs or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was almost as good as when he threw the bowling ball and shattered the Tesla window. It was the most goddamn lame letdown shit I've ever experienced in my life. You know what I mean, bro? Yeah, he didn't I, even and make I had like never a that'll seen... do pig babe reference or anything. Babe two pig in a big I... city, nothing. <laughs> He could have done a lot, man. He could have gone several directions with it. He went no directions with it. It was like the pigs were beeping when you smacked them on the nose. Like it could have been a touch sensor or anything. It could have been anything in their dumb fuck heads. Yeah, that guy's so a just big make old a, con artist. Just to make a beep, 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 beep. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me on this shit. Oh, yeah, look when uh, they smacked their nose against the uh, <laughs> wire there. But it goes doot, 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 doot. <laughs> Are you fucking serious, bro? You're supposed to be Dude. talking about like fucking mind uh, interfacing. Yeah, the Neuralink stuff, jackass. like, even if it did work, I they ain't putting that shit in my head, but... Um, it's so horse shit, dude. Yeah, but it's it's bullcrap. I mean, you know what you want? Like, I get that, like, the, the, the electric cars kind of work and everything, but his SpaceX stuff is such green-screened horse shit, bullcrap, fake, 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 over and over, yeah. where it's like, I, if you if you got to fake the, the rockets... Once they're out in space, you're definitely faking the fucking Neuralink stuff. He's just getting money invested, like, for nothing, is my, in my yeah. estimation. I don't know. I think that's right, man. 
because uh, I, I gave it the benefit of the doubt on this Neuralink thing. I was like, uh, I think this is, the idea of it is such, like, sketchy, evil fucking fuckery. I don't want software interfacing with my brain ever. No. Uh, directly. Even though it does, like, constantly all day, actually, if you think about it. But, uh... I kind of was like, okay, if he's going to make this big product reveal, right? What's the what's the absolute flagship product reveal? Steve Jobs iPhone. You know, and so I'm thinking that's probably the mark, that's always the mark everybody's trying to hit or replicate or you know, and I watched that one live too. And I was like, well, you know, if this is the real deal, then uh it'll be just as captivating or at least like halfway as captivating as that one. And I couldn't even, I couldn't believe how fucking dud it was. I was like, this is really it. He can't even get the pigs to come over to him. And he can't, <laughs> like, speak. I'd never, I'd never seen him speak before, you know? So I had no expectation, pre-expectation of, like, how, how he talks like a, just a fucking weirdo. Yeah. I think part of it's a South African thing. South Africans are freaking weird, dude. Yeah, also a lot of autism. I had a... uh statistics professor statistics professor in uh college who was a uh, south african uh and he would always tell us he was Af- african american <laughs> like that was the original joke one of the ugliest fucking guys i've ever met too he was like he looked like the old man from up only with like a kind of a, a bumpy gourd pumpkin face because of his skin it was weird, you know? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the people from South Africa look like the Monty Python guys when they're dressed as women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, South Africa, that's a freaky spot, man. Yeah. Freaky Freaking deep. out. Freaking um, out, man. I got uh, mainly the thing I have left. Um, I don't know how much more you got, but the main thing I have left is a bunch of... Uh, Goofy dream reports that I got from YouTube and Reddit. Oh, I have a, I think two. Yeah, I've got two more uh, in the journal here. Hit them. You want me to hit them? Unless you want to save them. Yeah. Uh, there's no reason to save. Save them. Hit them. I'll hit them. Uh, this first one, I think they're both kind of like weirdly no agenda related, which is so. Let's see, what's the timing of this? I don't know if the timing makes any sense or not. September of last year. So no. Was staying in some big indoor hotel. Uh, you know indoor hotel kind of things where there's like an indoor common space. There's like the rooms all open up into a indoor courtyard. And usually like that's the indoor pool and maybe a couple arcade games or whatever. Right. So I was staying, staying in one of those. And Adam Curry was staying in one of the rooms. He was like across the courtyard and down a level from me to the point where like weird dream vision allowed me to like look out my hotel window and just see him sitting at his desk clearly, you know? And we were supposed to be on rare encounter. He (laughs) he and I had agreed to go on rare encounter with uh, cold acid and Abel Kirby. And the show had started without us because I was like scrambling to find my laptop and my mic, like my setup. I was looking all around and like he, the the stream was somehow playing throughout the hotel. So you, you know, like it's on, and I'm just like hearing Abel like flip me shit because I can't find my thing, you know, on the on the stream, and they're waiting for us. But uh, 
Adam was laid back about it. I was just going to grab my microphone because I couldn't find, that's what it was. I couldn't find like the Motu and the laptop and like everything else. I just had this fucking microphone with nothing to plug it into. Mm. So I was just going to say, fuck it, grab my mic and plug it into Adam's Roadcaster. But I never got the mic figured out. Like I was wandering for a long time and then it was so long into the show that I was doing that and wandering around that we just went back to Adam's room and listened to the rest of the uh, rare encounter episode without going on. <laughs> and we smoked weed in his, uh, uh, little room. And he was like late twenties. We were both like, you know, post-college shitheads kind of, it was really weird. And we never yeah, so- went on. We were like, uh, it was like standing up rare encounter. It felt Damn. really bad, man. Now, was that dream going on while you, did you fall asleep listening to rare encounter or, or no agenda or something? That's possible. I don't remember if that's the case or not. Is that, but that's, I've, that's I've so many possible. podcasts related dreams, like whether it's you Pro- guys or, or the behind the schemes guys or Nick the rat or whatever, like those live shows, I'll fall, I'll almost never stay awake to the very uh-huh. end. And I'll, I'll, be integrated in dreams. And then I've had dreams where I, where I think it's real. And for some reason I'm on no agenda, like in the same room with Adam and John, as if they're ever in the same room and we're doing a show, but it's just because I'm hearing them talk. So my brain thinks in the dream, I'm part of the conversation. And it's like, you know, you sometimes I'll realize like partway through, it's like, well, this is definitely a dream because in no scenario would they be in the same room recording, let alone me being here. This makes no sense. That's funny. Yeah, the yeah. brain just kind of stitches it together. Yep. Yeah, I, I think I'm a part of conversations that I'm never a part of because of falling asleep listening <laughs> oh. to podcasts. Oh, my God. It is really intimate falling asleep with people talking to you into your ear holes. Yeah, it's like falling asleep with a dick in your mouth. Most indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Very intimate. Almost as intimate as that. Maybe even twice as intimate. Now, yeah, because it's two ears. You got two ears, only one mouth. Now with eighty percent more intimacy. Oh yeah, you are sucked the dick, mama, 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 You know what the deal is? Um, it's actually thirty-three percent more intimacy. Oh yeah. <laughs> he sounded really upset. Uh, chunk. Oh God! Did you hear that whole? Yeah. <laughs> it was <laughs> crazy, dude. So funny. Uh. Uh, I'm glad you had fun while everyone else had to watch an adult man jerk your little boy dick off. (laughs) Uh, I mean, yes. Uh, Let's see. This is my last one, but it's kind of the longest one. You want me to interject a short one? Yeah, sure. Okay. I like that. This one happened during the full moon on January 7th. Uh, I was living in a city similar to New York with you, Spence, and an old private investigator acquaintance of ours decided to drop a line and asked me specifically to do a drop with a librarian at a movie theater. For some reason, I agreed, which I would not in real life, uh, and the drop went flawlessly, but then the librarian asked me if I wanted to go see his mushroom collection. <laughs> and I was, you red know, flag, me. red flag. Yeah, but you know how naive I am. I'm like, oh, mushrooms. Okay, cool. No, 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 no. (laughs) Hell no. And so uh, we went into the library, which was this old 
office space, the, like straight out of the eighties, except for hadn't been cleaned since the eighties also like really dusty and had that bright green carpeting. And it was pretty creepy. Uh, there was a secretary window, but no visitors could get behind that. There was like no one around. So we open this door to the side of the secretary window, go into this weird library and he starts handing me books and VHS. And all around us, there's, like, vintage ceramic mushroom pottery. Like the Merry Mushroom line from Sears and, you know, kitchen stuff. <laughs> it's not, like, real mushrooms. Right. Uh, kind of a disappointment. But um, he tells me to look over these books in this VHS tape. And luckily he had a VHS player. So um, I'm looking at the tape. And I realize it's been tampered with, and I find this golden ring inside of it with tiny ruby mushrooms on the band. That's pretty cool. Uh, in the book, there was one passage that stood out, which had black and white photos of two and three-headed Raggedy Ann aliens. Yeah, yeah I remember making like a spook social post about that. <sighs> that was freaky. Uh, and then it says, the librarian showed me to a room adjoining the waiting room I was in, which was a neighboring office, and also a seemingly closed antique shop. He told me it was a matter of time before everything in it was thrown out, so to take what I wanted. And boy, oh boy, it was an antique mushroom overload. This is bait. Yeah, it probably was, but it was a good dream. My, maybe my favorite. <laughs> That's a nice one. That's not bad. You can't always get what you want unless you're dreaming. But you know what that um, jiggered my memory to recall? <laughs> is there was this uh, Raggedy Ann cartoon. Have you guys seen it? No. Um, I think it's I from like the so. 70s or 80s. And I remember getting nightmares from that. It's a movie. I remember getting nightmares from that. Uh, so I think that the Raggedy Ann aliens may be some sort of a callback in my brain files to that movie. It's like a weird musical cartoon adventure. Oh, weird. Raggedy Ann and Andy, a musical adventure, 1977. Yeah. The good old days. Okay. Freaking me out, man. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, I'm looking at it. That's, I didn't know this existed. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> Another cartoon recommendation from me. <laughs> I, I'm still freaked out that the uh, when I like the Mandela effect thing never freaked me out until it was pointed out to me. It was brought to my attention that the Shazam movie where Shaq plays the purple genie head was not never existed. And I was like, I Are swear you, I saw that as you a mean, kid. You mean Kazam? Whatever right? it's called, where Shaq plays the purple genie. Unless somebody a was just messing genie. with me. He's like a I Shaq plays like a genie. He's just like a head, like a giant head. Oh, like a big purple no, head. I don't, and Shaq is I like don't. a genie. <clears throat> Shaq is a genie in Kazam, but he's just Shaq in a genie outfit. Yeah, this is like but when he, he had like, a big head. Makes cheeseburgers <laughs> like fall from the sky because this kid wants cheeseburgers, and they get in like a uh, an obvious McDonald's plug in the cheeseburger scene. Wow! See, I've never seen uh, this. I've never no, seen me that. neither. You've never seen because oh weird you well you come from the Shazam timeline so like he did <laughs> yeah. Shazam in your timeline that's fucking weird because I have heard of that one too 
But I saw Kazam, and I know it was Kazam, and I remember, and maybe it's my parents' fault, maybe they're the ones that broke the fucking timeline, because <laughs> I was watching Kazam, and, fuck, I don't know how old I was. I had to be uh, maybe like eight or nine, somewhere in there. And I was watching Kazam, and I liked Kazam. I was getting into it, and it was like the middle of Kazam. And then they're like, pull me inside. They're like, hey, we have to talk to you. We have to talk to you. And then they like fucking bring me downstairs in the basement, and they sit me down, and they explain to me like where babies come from. What? <laughs> like, like the whole talk. And they have like this book, too, with like uh, pictures of the development of the baby and shit like this. What's going on? It's like this big... Uh, scene this production right which they've like talked about and gone over and like they're like all right we'll do it and I was just like so fucking <laughs> burned by it I was like okay that's interesting but like I was watching fucking Kazam you know like have some respect oh I was just God. so upset by it but yeah. I did like the boobs in the in that book because there was like a, a fresh baby toward the end and like the, she'd be breastfeeding you know and I was like titties Nothing, Why nothing. now, though? They just pulled the trigger too early, bro. I don't know. Probably they overread into something I said about, like, babies coming from somewhere or something. <laughs> like, I think they just fucking wanted to have that talk so bad. And they're like, Dude, like, I got the ready, talk ready. way too late. I was like, okay, I already know about all this. I know I've been going to Christian school, but, like, I don't live under that much of a rock, mom and dad. That's funny. I got that, I got that talk, like, probably five years later than I should have. I got it maybe one, not not too early, but like maybe just one or two years too early. I never got the talk. <laughs> I, I got like the period talk, but that was it. I might yeah. still have that fucking book. It had like high quality kind of photographic everything. The little alien baby and all of its stages, you know. Neat. Uh, <laughs> microscopic pictures of like sperms breaking into eggs. So I've known what that looks like for fucking yeah! most of my life. That's the noise of a bunch of sperms breaking into an egg. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. That sounds right. Their Mandela effect thing um, is so, it's so much of it can be just be explained by people misremembering, but that, that how-to with John Wilson, he has an episode also on season one where it's how to remember things, and he's trying to, he does this technique. He's written down everything that's happened, everything he's done every day for like 15 straight years in these journals in his book that he's pulling out and reading. Like, oh, today I made bacon. <laughs> he goes to the store and uh, he's talking to this guy in his in the aisle. And this is like all real, um, just like random people that he ends up running into in New York. And the guy's works at he's like an inventory guy. But he go, he gets on this rant about the Mandela effect. And he's like, see the raisin brand, the sun holding the scoop of raisins. He used to have sunglasses. The Monopoly man used to have a monocle and all this stuff. Mr. Uh, Mr. Oh, Peanut used yeah. to have a monocle and, and none of that like Febreze is spelled differently, all that stuff. And so he gets talking to this guy. The guy invites him to a Mandela Effect conference. Oh, my God. <laughs> and there, he's over at this conference, and there's it's just like, a, it's a carnival of batshit insane people. Like, there's this guy that's selling <laughs> books, and he's he's telling, explaining to John Wilson, he's like, the Mandela Effect happens to me all the time. I was holding a pen, and I was writing something down. I turned around for 10 seconds, looked back, the pen was gone. Three days later, I'm sitting at the desk, shaking it back and forth between my fingers, and I have no idea how it got in my hand. 
I'm like, bro, I think that's called Alzheimer's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to get that uh, noggin examined, bro. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, there was a lot Less of that. crack more weed, of, bro. But the best, the ending to the episode is amazing because he's he prints out little stickers of the um man, the mandala effect, the way people remember it, the uh, the Febreze logo, the Stover's uh, stovetop stuffing, and the uh, he puts sunglass stickers on the raisin brand on all the cereal boxes in the whole store. <laughs> <laughs> he got, puts oh, the monocle fuck. back on uh you know the Monopoly guy and everything, just like meticulously going through the the entire grocery store just to freak people out. I thought that was so funny. Holy shit. That's a pretty good one. The only uh, alternate timeline uh, I'm from is the Cornucopia Fruit of the Loom one. Fruit of the Loom, yep. I remember. Because I wore those whitey tighties. I wore those whitey tighties when I was growing up as a kid. The Fruit of the Loom ones. And they had a fucking cornucopia in the background. In the logo of Fruit of the Loom. Oh, they never did, though? In this timeline? Apparently, they never did. Like, according to official sources nowadays, that never happened. Yeah, but I think you can find a picture of it. But yeah, well, someone has like drawn a graphical illustration of it or uh, whatever. Like, look, this is what it looked like, and it is. It's like exactly it. This all feels like a marketing trick. I don't know. It's a really yeah. fucky one. It's kind of irritating because, like, yeah, but I remember the cornucopia. The raisin bread one really re- did get me. As the- soon as that was revealed, like I've looked at Fruit of the Looms all the time because my dad still has some, and yeah. I I haven't found one since with the cornucopia, but like. They changed the shit at some point. They changed it. I'm and convinced that with the raisin brand because that sun, history. I swear to God, that sun was wearing sunglasses. And I, and it just I never was, apparently. Because that freaked me mm. out. There was not a single raisin brand where the sun's wearing sunglasses. I was like, no way. Interesting. I, remember I know that the one. California raisins, they wore some sunglasses. Pretty crazy. I wore, well, uh, worked with a guy who had a California raisin tattoo on his ass. <laughs> Did it have sunglasses? Yes, and I was playing a saxophone. Oh, nice, sexy. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is uh, a guy named Jawbreaker Juice on YouTube, and I really just pulled this because I love the way this guy talks, and I can't put my finger on why. <clears throat> dream story. Okay, so the earliest dream that I had that I could remember was from when I was like four years old. So it was me at my preschool, and I'm just chilling in the monkey bars, right? I'm hanging there by myself with no one else around. And then I'm like, man, my arms are getting kind of tired. And so I turned around so I could get off. And for some reason, Sid from Ice Age is right there breathing down my neck. He was just staring at me with malicious intent. And I couldn't get off because he was blocking the way, and he wouldn't move. I think the reason I got this dream was because of the fact that Ice Age was my favorite movie at the time, and it was still fresh in my four-year-old brain. Okay, so... Maybe I shouldn't have shared that with you guys. That guy's probably a dancer. <laughs> uh, I got I got one more from him. The only Ice other thing that I can remember from when I was younger was actually traumatizing. So you know the little Furby toy things that used to be really popular? You know, the one with the little ears and the beak? Okay, so they used to be on commercials all the time whenever I was trying to watch Go Diego Go. And they always gave me a bad vibe, like I knew something wasn't right about them. And one night, I had a dream where I was just laying there in my bed and the door was cracked open a little bit. And all of a sudden, the other side of the door started glowing red. 
So I'm laying there thinking, bro, what is about to happen right now? Then the door just busts wide open and boom, two demonic furbies were at my door with red glowing eyes just standing there. And I was too afraid to move, so I just stared at them waiting for them to do something. But nah, they just stood there and glowed their eyes at me. You can't even blame me for that dream though. Those toys look kind of creepy anyway. What kind of person makes these and then calls them a toy for children? They look like one of the evil toys from Toy Story 1. Now the rest of these dreams that I mentioned are from when oh, I- whoops, <laughs> it went on too long. But yeah, he uh so the the Furbies, that's pretty unbelievable. Pretty good. That's um top quality content. There's like it's amazing. Guess how many views? I think this is the one that has 23 million views too. Him just telling his childhood dreams. Oh damn. He has uh, a fun voice to listen to. Yeah, I just I like, like when he says Ice Stage. Ice Stage. Yeah. He's we one of those types fuck of, out, uh, homes, Ice Stage. Yeah. He definitely says axe instead of ask, if you know what I mean. Uh-huh. This is uh, like that one. This one's from Dominic's, or no, sorry, Dominic's, another YouTuber. Okay. Like that one dream where, for whatever reason, I was looking for a Spider-Man, and this dude came up to me and said he had his contact. So I was like, "Sweet, take me to him, please." And I drove him around the city, thinking he'd lead me to Spider-Man. Eventually, he comes clean and said he lied and this didn't actually have it. So then I got pissed and and woke up. Wow. Everybody knows that that any, I mean. <laughs> yeah he should have known he was getting bamboozled yeah yeah nobody has spider-man's contact except for fucking mary jane yeah and uh and she's the my editor main thing. guy yeah not even the editor guy no never mind yeah, well he has peter Aunt, parker's contact Aunt, peter parker anti yeah. m or whatever anti yeah. m what is this the wizard of oz <laughs> yeah I'm thinking of uncle ben anti m and uncle ben yeah that's it Nobody else knows Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, this, I think this is back to that John Wilson, How to Remember Your Dreams episode. And I think this kind of uh, has a good explanation for why like listening to people's dreams can sometimes be uninteresting. You had one dream recently where... Oh, and he's speaking in second person, I guess it would be right now. It, throughout this show, John Wilson refers to what he's doing at the time or something that happened to him as you. Because He's like, how to... So the you is him in... in uh, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? I'm going to pretend like it does. Yeah. <laughs> so it, I think that'd be second person when you refer to yourself as you. Oh, okay. I see. So he says, saying. so he's taught, he's narrating in the post-production on the show and he says, you had one dream or you did this and then you decided to do this, but he's always talking about what he's doing or has done already. Okay. You had one dream recently where you walk into a laundromat in your neighborhood, but when you get in there, Instead of washing machines lining the walls, it's all stoves. And people are cooking instead of washing their clothes. That was pretty much it. And you're not really sure what it says about you or uh, your desires. <clears throat> you tried to talk to a handful of people about what it could mean. I, I walk around the city and I find like a, it's like a laundromat, but there's no washing machines in it. But Everyone seemed kind of uninterested and wanted to move on to the next subject as quickly as possible. And then there's no washing machines inside. It's just like <laughs> stoves inside. Yeah. And everyone's cooking. And when people did engage, all they wanted to do was tell you about their dreams, which you also found uninteresting and had a hard time connecting with. I, I was just sitting on the side of a bank and the moon was out and it was relatively cool and um, I was just in another landscape. 
I'm flying a plane wow. or just flying or paragliding or in a hot air balloon or lost in space, like flinging through space. Th this is actually the earlier part of the dream where more of the creatures were still up on the on the roof. Uh -huh. And... Uh, and there were a few humanoids like this, although most of them were generically what things looked like. You felt kind of bad for your lack of interest, but maybe there's a logical reason for it. None of this is good. When someone describes a dream to you, they're asking you to care about something that never actually happened. Yeah. <laughs> That's it right there. <laughs> No one's asking you to care. They're just <laughs> describing it. That's all. You don't have to care. There's no obligation to care. It's all good. Uh, I love that show, though. Yeah. Guy seems like a dick. Wow. <laughs> Must not take much to piss you off. Yeah. Oh, my God. They're sharing this thing that didn't even actually happen. Uh, <laughs> well, fucking yes, it did. Well, it happened in their mind while they were sleeping. I mean, he he spent like a while trying to explain to people about the dream he had where he went into a laundromat, but it was all stoves. I know, that's so funny that he goes back into it, like, back and back. And they're just like, yeah, you know what, though? <laughs> uh, I was uh, on a riverbank. It was relatively cool. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, maybe relative mm -hmm. to, like, a, a toenail clipping contest. It was relatively cool. Yeah, everything's relatively cool if you relate hard enough. That's right. Um, it's all okay, about so that, uh, relativity. I got a lightning round here. Uh, okay, and I've got this last uh, this last one here too. I don't know if you want to do your lightning round. Oh, I'll save the lightning round first. Okay, that was weird how he did the second person. Like you even primed me for it, but I didn't like brace myself for how weird it was going to be. Yeah, it all it makes more sense when you're watching the show and you see visually everything he's talking about and all that. Okay, it's a great show. He's just trying to put you in his dream. Well, he does that every his, episode because he's, he's giving you advice, but really he's just talking about things he's doing or planning to do or has done when he says you. Oh, because it's how you do uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could read my last dream in that uh, second person. Do it. Okay. You went to a rural town and you met up with a bunch of no agenda peoples. Lots of farm town crusties plus an old sweet lady who you were staying with. Uh, you made a meetup promo to send in, but you forgot to shout out the people you were staying with. You think that's because uh, you had actually made a No Agenda promo in Waking Life the night before, and you were just remembering the contents of that. At some point, this huge group of Italians shows up. <laughs> they point at you, and they start shouting angrily in Italian. Did they sound like this? Oh, yeah, you. No, you suck the dick, blah, 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 blah. The nicest ones sounded like that. <laughs> <laughs> there were two of the nicest Italians, and you heard him say that, and then everyone else was more ferocious. Gabagool. Uh, and they start chasing you. Remember, you said earlier that you usually don't do well in dream chase scenes, right? Mm. So, so you start running. You see a wolf as you round the corner, and you beckon it to come over and bring help or backup or whatever, Right, because you have this like delusion that you have some sort of affinity for wolves, and so when you see one, you're like, "Oh, there! I can ask that wolf for help, or whatever the fuck." Uh, so you do, right? And uh, you say, "Go, you know, bring backup, bring health, call the wolf brethren in to to help." Uh, then you think, if he howls, his friends will come. It comes to you, so you start howling, 
right? And then the wolf starts howling. And then a gang of wolves comes out. And they start howling. And then they're getting closer. And then they come to help fend off the Italians. (laughs) And you're hiding in an old dilapidated barn for a while, okay? The next day, you think. You're kind of hazy on this. You put a question mark because you're not sure. But the next day, sort of, uh, or someday, you're not exactly sure. Uh, you're not exactly even confident that it was after the Italians chased you or if it was before the Italians chased you. You just know that it was a different time of day because it was daytime, right? And the chase was at night. And so you know that, you know, you remember that time works weird in dreams. So you're not really sure the order, but the during the daytime, uh, you call one of the owners of this bar that you worked ages ago at, the Blue Feud, uh, just on a whim. You just pull your phone out and you call, and uh, this guy's distracted and talking to his wife in a mix of Italian and English. What uh, is this thing going on with all the Italians, you think to yourself? But he was saying the oddest things, and you don't really have a reason to call him other than to catch up uh, with this guy that you've only talked to maybe six or seven times in your life. So eventually you end up hanging up because he's obviously distracted. He's... uh, talking to his wife in English and Italian, and he's just like, he's not connecting with what you're saying, throwing down. So you just eventually hang up in frustration. Uh, You remember there's another weird scene. Uh, You're pretty sure it was before all the commotion with the Italians, where uh, No Agenda was on the second donation break, and somehow this second break they did had a music portion, and it was being broadcast from this same rural town we were in uh, and like the main crusty was maintaining the broadcast or whatever, like he was <laughs> broadcasting it from his from his uh, computer there in the in the weird rural town. So he was away from his computer or something because the broadcast slipped into some metal song, and the show was supposed to flip back to John and Adam wrapping up, but it was just stuck on this music and said instead. So you go over to try and find this kid, but you never end up finding him, and that's all you can remember Damn. of the dream. So what's the moral of the story there? Uh, The moral of the story is... uh, Stay away from Italians, that's the main one. Always carry spaghetti in case of Italians. Gabagool. You gotta have a little uh, gabagool for a bite. Hey, enough with the pots and pans already. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta keep your pasta glock locked and loaded. That's gotta be it. I'll give you a bell for that. That's gotta be it. Uh, no fucking doubt. Uh, that was hard to switch the second person. Every I, was, time. I was impressed. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I would have been able to do that. I had to take some pauses and like come at it strategically. It was tough. Plus, I hit this fucking pin, so it's like that much more difficult. Seriously, <laughs> I'm serious, oh, brother. Okay, well, uh, you know what? I realized there was a wrap up to that uh, stove dream at. If you only think about stuff that already exists, then the world you live in will never change. So even if you don't think your dreams are that important, there's always a good chance that you had them for a reason. And so long as you find the right way to share them, you might be able to bring other people together in ways you 
never expected. I don't know nobody that got this shit. <laughs> You're a genius, man. So he actually built. He actually built. And bought a space or rented it and built a laundromat that's all stoves. And I can't remember what the sign says, <laughs> but he built it. And there's these like black people outside going, "No way!" They go in there and they're cooking shit on the stoves. And you put in a quarter <laughs> and the stove turns on. And he <laughs> that's actually built the awesome. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> bro, I would totally go to one of those, man. <laughs> Community cool. kitchen. Cook a cook at a community kitchen kind of thing. Just put a couple quarters in, or yeah. fucking stumble around my booby trapped ass kitchen that I fucking hate hooking. Oh my god! <laughs> you just I would put do it in, in two, You put in a quarter or two, and the stove kicks on. It's awesome. Oh, that's genius, Whoa. dude. In ways you never expected. I don't know nobody that got this shit. You're a genius, man. For real, you're a genius. In the hood with it. Absolutely. I've been out here for forty three years. And it took it took this guy, this fucking guy, to come to the hood with some genius shit. Good fucking job, bro. I'm not the only one that dig it. A lot of people dig it. They just ain't got the balls to come and let you know. I'm letting you know. All right, well, spread the word that this this idea is out there. Nah, this is it. This is it. All right, this is big, bro. All right, something big. This is John Wilson. Thank, thank you for watching. He's don't, so good. Don't let your dreams be memes. Let them be real. I, don't know, I couldn't think change of the hood, change the world, bro. Yeah. Whether it's the hood Man, of your car and the hood of your hood of your city. That's fucking. That's fucking tight. Um. Uh, just excuse me for a second, though, because what is this shit? Lorian sneaks into the chat. <laughs> About long Furbies? Yeah. You don't even say it out loud or warn me? No. What the fuck is... I'm just seeing this now. <laughs> Those Someone are mentioned crazy. Furbies being creepy, yeah. and people have made them creepier. Oh my god, some of these are fucking demented. But bro. I love them. It's a, it's fascinating to me, these long Furbies people are it, it, making. It, it's weird. It's like that car wreck effect of, like, it's hard to look away from some of these. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the ones with hands. The ones with the plastic hands. The hands that, bother me. That reminds me of the fucking uh, hand thing. Oh, why are you doing that hand thing? Remember that? You ever seen that hand thing? Uh, I don't know what that is. The one, okay, oh. the, the one that's like at the very bottom, the very last one that's sitting at the table with the ears and like the bunch <laughs> of hands. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah fuck that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Hell you were right. No. It's nightmare fuel. I'm gonna have to uh, keep that tab open for the show notes. <sighs> Wasn't it like I, somebody Saint Clair? Yeah, Shay Saint John. I found it. Oh, I'll John. post it in the chat. Miss Say- Shay Saint John hand thing. Yeah, this is nightmare fuel too. Yeah, that's a one weird of those. One. Uh, that's what the Furbies with hands remind me of. Is that fucking thing? Like yeah, I, I, I think my grandparents got me a Furby as a kid, and my parents threw it away because even they thought it was creepy. <laughs> we never had one, but everyone I knew had one. It was fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, I had a few. I think more people had Furbies than had fucking Pokemon, actually. It was yeah, just like yeah. the thing everyone had that year, whenever that peak year was. Like, yep. You couldn't escape the Furbies. Every house I would visit. <laughs> Strawberry. Like, that was all I could fucking say. Or they can like communicate with each other with that thing on their head. Oh yeah, you yeah, the little laser thing. Point or like the infrared at each other. So our friends, I would bring them to sleepovers, and uh, they would make weird sounds at each other. But we wrecked my friends by feeding it crackers. 
Oh, we just kept shoving crackers in its beak, and then the, it just got all fucked up. <laughs> fun Rectum. times, fun I times. I barely know him. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm watching this hands video, and not. I'm just very confused by what I'm watching. You gotta hear the sound. Yeah, it's it nothing without the noises. Oh. And it's just weird. It's not, if, you're, if you seek to understand it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. There's no understanding. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> it's like that clip Carolyn brought to the last episode with the hands, the same high going. Uh, yeah. I like that. It was powerful. <laughs> Rubbing your hands together. Okay. Um. Okay. I got. That's uh, pretty nice, actually. You're like, oh my god. Oh, yeah. let me try. <laughs> Makes you feel powerful. Yeah, like you control people and shit. Uh, get a good energy flow. I feel better after doing that for 10 seconds, honestly. All right. Um, yeah. you want to like do them. weird sex dreams as described by the doctors on the show, the doctors, or do you want to do lightning round? Wait, what's lightning round? The lightning round is a bunch of Reddit dreams back to back that I'm going to have you guys rate on a scale of one to 10. Mm. There's if like I a bunch of like two second one, clips. I mean, uh, I w- just which one are you doing? Peck, do first. Uh, weird, weird sex dreams. Okay. Probably yeah, good, good you probably have them. Your parents probably have them. Even the Ugh, person ew. you're sitting next to Ugh. has them. I'm talking Definitely. about strange <laughs> sex dreams. <sighs> it's part of the human experience, and psychotherapist Dr. Mike Dow is back to explain what your weird sex dreams I, really mean. I think that was a Everyone's Everyone's a little. Well, I'm sitting next to Dr. Orden, so I can well, only imagine what uh, what's in this head. Well, I'm an. You understand? I'm a, easy study. I mean, you wake up and you go, oh, that was a good dream. (laughs) Wow. I want to hear more. It's so fascinating that sometimes it gets so weird and like... it does. And like why and where and who. I'm sure your dreams especially, Dr. Orton. Well... (laughs) But this is like, I've never actually watched The Doctors until this clip, I don't think. But I'm glad uh, Del Bigtree got out of there. If this is the type of content he was producing, <laughs> or maybe this is after he, he left. Go crazy, sex fiend! Yeah, this is pretty bad. Good news is, is that <laughs> you know, listen, your subconscious mind isn't literal, right? So weird sex dreams sure. are nothing to worry about. So if sure. you are having mm-hmm. sex with somebody, it doesn't mean that you necessarily are secretly in love with them. It doesn't mean that you even want to have sex with them. You may be a straight woman having. Uh, a sex dream about another woman. It doesn't mean that wow. you. He looks at the one woman on the panel when he says that. You may. I'm not saying like you, but like you, ma'am. We you <laughs> may uh, be uh, bent over this table, and another chick is behind you, right? And yeah. She's wearing this fucking cucumber strap on, and we uh, want to hear about it. But maybe not you, like you know. But maybe you, maybe. I or maybe he meant you in the second person, like he's talking about him. Yeah, like you, like uh, like oh, me, says- like you. He says, wait, yeah, that you, so much women, sense. women might have uh, a sex dream about another woman. That doesn't make them a lesbian. But if you have, if you're a dude and you have a sex dream about another dude, that's gay, bro. It's pretty <laughs> gay. I mean, that you even want to have sex with them. You may be a straight woman having uh, a sex dream about another woman. It doesn't mean that you necessarily showing want off at to a party, have sex basically. with another woman. Uh, also, it's, we do see some and. differences in, in the sexes, though. Men, probably not surprising, are more likely to have sex dreams uh, involving multiple partners. You understand? 
once or Fully. twice. <laughs> and, and women are more likely to actually have sex dreams about people who they at least have some sort of connection with, which is why women are more likely to have sex dreams about celebrities. True? That would be true. Hello. <laughs> I'm happily married and sex is amazing, so I don't, I'm not having a lot of sex dreams. I'm actually having lots of good sex. Um, Who is she trying said, to convince? Humble bragging. Is my husband's having weird sex dreams. So oh. I just got married a couple oh, weeks ago. Okay, wait a second. <laughs> wait a second. She's like, oh, my sex dreams are all great and good. My sex life is really good, great, good. It's good, but it's No, great, she said she doesn't even husband. have sex dreams. Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't have sex dreams because I'm always fucking in real life. Like, yeah, like I'm getting no nut, you know? But my oh. husband, he is the fucking, oh, man, poor him. He's like, oh, he's not on that same page, if so, you know what I'm saying. So who she's fucking I don't know about life. you, but I find these dreams pretty awesome. <laughs> Vagina. You know I'm a dreamer. Interesting is my husband's having weird sex dreams. So I just got married a couple weeks ago, and he woke up oh. <laughs> a couple days ago, and he, five in the morning. Buyer's remorse. And he looked at me, and he's like, that was so vivid. Mm. And I'm like, is everything okay? He goes, you cheated on me. Uh, I oh, no. had a dream that you were having sex with someone else. And it's happened a couple times. So I don't think that counts as the type of weird sex dream that they're talking about where you're not having involved no. in sex. Yeah. So she's already no, off, off the ball, missing the mark over here. This lady, I know normies. They think that they're like so. <laughs> their experiences are so like, oh, this was so out of the usual and weird and strange. He was like, you cheated on me. It's interesting that that would come up. What does that something like that well, mean? I would say that that if I was analyzing that dream, that actually is evidence of how much he loves you. Uh, really? So sometimes uh, our dreams are our greatest desires, but sometimes they're also our greatest fears. So the more you, you love somebody, and I wouldn't be surprised if that was a trigger for him, that, you know, maybe there's been women who've hurt him in the past, and he loves you so much that he doesn't want to lose you. So that's probably <laughs> his, his greatest fear. So it sounds to me like if you're having a weird sex dream involving yourself, and just it doesn't make any sense, no big deal, don't worry about it. But if you do start dreaming about other people, it could have, it could speak a little bit about maybe how much you care yes, about the relationship I, you're in. Or yeah, something. exactly. Uh, a lot of times your subconscious mind, what will happen is it will find something to attach it to that has something to do with a drive, uh, a desire. So, for example, women will have more sex dreams when they're at their most fertile. So physiologically, <laughs> and, and all of us, men and women, during REM sleep, there's more blood flow to the genitals. So your subconscious mind actually has a reason to attach something that you're thinking about or, or you may be worrying about onto sex. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you, you want to have sex. You can sort of tell when somebody's having one of these dreams, right? I it mean, is coming. Physiologically, you talk about REM sleep. <laughs> Their eyes may be fluttering a little bit. The 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 breathing pattern may be a little bit different, right? Yeah, that's they right. They may have a smile on their face. Well, <laughs> so, okay, so you say women have, and I've experienced that, like a lot of celebrity sex dreams. What does that mean? Like, when you do dream that you're having sex with, like, an amazing hot I like celebrity. how she's like, I had all these celebrity sex dreams, but not after I got married two weeks ago. They just stopped. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You uh, may be a normie if. <laughs> oh, my God, I had a dream. I was having sex with Zach Efron. Oh, my God. What'd you have a dream about? Hot pockets <laughs> and honey buns. Yeah, well, before we go there. Pitt. Okay. Hello. Brad Pitt. Yeah, I'm sorry. I've always had a He's like, a good looking yeah, dude. He, I can he, see I that. Always, I'm sure yeah. you're not the first. <laughs> no, not the first and not the last. But, well, but what does that mean? Like celebrities, I have nowhere. Like I go to sleep and then you're like, well, where did that come well, from? Well, the interesting 
interesting thing about celebrities is that even though you don't necessarily know Brad Pitt or you may not uh, know uh, Channing Tatum, you, you have some idea of who they are. So men will tend to dream about a, a, just a hot, physically hot person. But it's interesting that women's brains, because they have more oxytocin, which is that cuddling, connecting chemical. Sure, if you're going to have a dream why. about this somebody sounds like sexy, pseudoscience. it's somebody that you actually feel, uh, you know something about their personality. Bring me them 15 screen, hookers you know now and get the drugs them. ready. So you're going to attach your desires onto somebody that at least to your brain feels like you may know them. Very interesting. Um, and obviously, if you are ever worried about what's coming up in your dreams, Doctor. you can talk to a therapist. <laughs> oh, good, there you go. Not able to finish my dinner. If so, if somebody walked over and talked to me that looked like these two guys, <laughs> just a commercial, <laughs> just a commercial for therapy. It's like if uh, Doctor Oz was double dogging you on the fucking stage. That's what this sounds like to me. <laughs> What's double dogging? Is that when you I don't know, stick the, a hot the, dog in either ear? <laughs> <laughs> well, it can be if you want to roll like that. But uh, no, I just. Carl's Jr. Fuck you. I'm eating. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just kind of meant like there's two of them doing the same shtick instead of just one. It felt like there's. You're getting it from both sides. I was imagining the. Uh... Like the uh, love leash. <laughs> they're just. Leash. They're, there's two people dominating you instead of one. Oh my God. Good callback. Reporting to murder on yeah. abs, six abs, and a, and a pack. I was thinking of Double Dog, like, it didn't, um, didn't Sonic have that? The Double Dog? The Double Dog mm. Chili Dog? Double Chili Cheese Chili Dog with Chili. Yeah. Double yeah. the dog, half the chili. Oh, my God. There's the, I, I'd put in I a had chili dogs for lunch of, today. Ooh, nice. Hot pockets. <laughs> I, uh, I put in big pile of hot dogs into the AI art generator. Um <laughs> And it came out, it came out, maybe I'll make that the episode art for this one. It came out as a giant, huge, long hot dog bun with a ton of hot dogs in there vertically, like just sideways <laughs> in a giant oversized hot dog bun. It was awesome. All right. Yeah. That's funny. Um, okay. Lightning round. Okay. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, these are a bunch of dreams uh, off the Weird Dreams subreddit, but why read them to you when I can have Matt Rose fire them off? Oh, yeah. Overslept once because I had a dream that I was in a church and Soldier Boy was being baptized. All right. Well, that's like a scale of one to ten. What would you rate that dream? Oh, that's got to be at least an eight. An eight? Yeah. Baptizing Soldier Boy? <laughs> as long as everybody in the congregation watching is doing the Soldier Boy while it's going down. <laughs> Then it's oh, an otherwise okay. It's like a five yeah. or six. Five. But like a you gotta troll. understand if if Soldier Boy's being baptized, everything immediately goes into slow motion, and it'd be like, and everybody would like start doing the fucking snaps, and it it would just yeah. go. It would go like all coordinated immediately. They're playing it on the pipe organ there. Everybody, the old ladies in the back, everybody. So, Lorraine, that was so a if, five for you. Is that what you said? Yeah. I'm neutral on this one. Oh, it's solid so eight. Boy, that's before her time, bro. That was, you're sticking <laughs> with eight on that one. I'm, I'm going with an eight on the stipulation that the Soldier Boys is happening by the congregation. They're all cranking that. that you understand? Make, it makes it worth an eight for sure. Okay, next one. When I was ten years old, I had a nightmare that involved Barney the Dinosaur crying, holding a butcher knife, and chasing after me while shouting, You don't love me anymore! 
that's a ten. That's an excellent dream. Ten. Oh my god. That's a two. Get that get that dream away from me. <laughs> I love it. It's okay, so we got a ten and a two. Varying opinions. Where did it come from? Fuck I was cooking though. Chinese food. For- oh, sorry. It's rememberable. Oh yeah, for sure. It'll stick with you for life. That's the bad part about it. <laughs> I was cooking Chinese food for Britney Spears, and she was upset that I was making fried rice wrong. I kept shouting, I'm not Chinese, Britney! I don't know how to make it! <laughs> <laughs> uh, four. <laughs> yeah. I think it's okay. like a six or seven. That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's a good reason to fuck up the fried rice. Sir, we love China very much. Please don't be too tough on them. There was a bad storm and I go out. Uh, okay, next. There was a bad storm and I go outside and all of a sudden a tornado comes down and is able to talk. And he had some problems he needed sorting out. That one is my favorite so far. I love it. I love it. 9.5. Oh, I'd give it a 10 again. I'm loose with the 10s. I guess. Whoa, Lauren's a loose cannon over here just blasting. Yeah. What's that all about? I want to hear the problems of the tornado. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> it's very slippery and very hot. Very hot. Ooh. Uh, I had a okay. dream I was a raw chicken cutlet climbing a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I like I'll give that. it a seven for the delivery. <laughs> a raw chicken cutlet. The pronunciation. A raw I had a dream I was a raw cutlet. chicken Roar. A roared chicken cutlet. <laughs> climbing, a, climbing a cliff. Uh, so that's uh, a seven. Oh, man. Seven sounds like a good number to me. Dude. I'm on seven for that. I was trying to start a lawnmower. It was also my wife. <laughs> that one's pretty good. Oh, oh. ten. Found it. <laughs> <laughs> I found the one I like a lot. Yes. So I want to know. That was the whole Reddit comment because he shows these as he reads them. And I'm thinking... Was he, was he married to a legit lawnmower or like <laughs> did he realize that or like how did this work? Was he married to a lawnmower or did he realize that he was trying to start a lawnmower and looked down and realized, oh, that's my wife, not a lawnmower? Like what? I want to know more about that one. I think that uh, and I think that uh, really in the end he was just trying to tear up some grass, you know. Oh, <laughs> the wife's a transformer. Yeah. <laughs> just. Give her a good stiff yank. We got a bunch of clubs coming up. I would try and talk, but the only thing I could ever say was, excuse me. Like, whenever I would try and think, I could think normally, but whenever I would try to speak, I would say that. Had to live out a normal day like this in the dream. It was torture. Mm. That's rough. I hate, I hate it. Yeah, that's a four for me. Yeah, I, I, I guess no, I should rather, have been more I'd rather clearer. have the... Are we are we the rating these thing. on something like a good story? Or are we rating these on you did you would want to have the dream or not want to have the dream? Oh. Most of them I'm doing that, but the chicken cutlet one I just had a seven because of delivery. <laughs> yeah. I was pretty neutral on it, you know, as like a dream itself, but the delivery bumped it up. Fair. So there's, I guess, multiple factors in my mind. Yeah, or in, in case of the, in in the case of the chicken cutlet, multiple factory farms. Kanye West seeks my help moving his furniture out of an apartment. Also, all the furniture is assembled out of cereal boxes. You know, Cheerios, Fruit Loops, Raisin Brand, Chex, etc. I actually had this dream three nights in a row. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, there's bonus points for three nights in a row. There's also bonus and, points for the way he pronounced, you know, Cheerios, Raisin Bran. Yeah, you got me. Get go. Cheerios, Cheerios. You know, mate, the fucking Cheerios, Cheerios. Also bonus <laughs> points for Ye being in there. Yeah. Definitely. All together, that's got to be uh, 8.5. I'm going to have to ISO me. the 8, eight and 8.5, solid. That might be the best combined one. Well, no, there was a 9.5 and a 10 for the... Uh, that's right. The tornado, I think. Yeah. I, I, I knew there would be one that would hit my 10. And when the guy was starting his wife, who was a lawnmower, who that's was what his wife. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I need to ISO the cereal. That started me. I need to ISO the cereal part. Boxes, you know, Cheerios, Fruit Loops, Raisin Bran, checks, etc. I actually had this dream three nights in a row. Uh, I was in a huge, dark, unfamiliar house, and I was trying to find my way out. Every door I opened, Judge Judy was there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, peering over her glasses at you. (laughs) Yeah. Oh god. Like, what the fuck are you doing, kind of, in her eyes? Yep. That's pretty good. Uh, Let's do seven. A six. Okay. I once had this super real dream that I was a roast beef sandwich, and then someone ate me, and I just had this pure feeling of bliss and satisfaction, like I had a purpose in life. (laughs) (laughs) That reminds me of I'm a blunt getting smoked, and I can't wake up. (laughs) Uh, That KRS one. Um, Yeah, that's pretty good. Eight. Solid eight. I'll give it a seven. Okay, right. okay. A I do like the roast it, it, beef. It, I see. Just the satisfaction you get of because that's what the roast beef sandwich is designed to do is why I like yeah, that. Yeah, you've, you've lived out your purpose. Yeah, been consumed. A f- fulfilling uh, adventure. When I was little, probably five or six years old, I had recurring nightmares that my dad had an evil big toe. The toe didn't actually do anything evil or hurt anyone, it just had a kind of greenish glow around it. In the dreams, I'd be doing something normal, like watching TV or playing with my toys, and my dad would sneak up behind me, stick his evil toe up near my face, and yell, Look at my toe! It's hilarious now, but back then, my dad had to wear socks or slippers at all times because I was terrified. (laughs) I don't know about you. But I find these dreams pretty awesome. That's a pretty good one. Oh, I'd rather evil, have the Barney Chainsaw dream. Evil Big Toe. It's like a Goosebumps novel. I know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that one gives, uh, that's a 10 for me because it affected the dude in real life. Or dudette. <laughs> Couldn't get over the dream. Dad, you gotta wear socks. Oh, man. What is toes all about in the dictionary, I wonder? Ooh, yeah, let's take a side. Up. Let's do a sidebar for toes or toe. Toes, toe is just a. Uh, we have toes. toe, and then we have toe, comma broken, and toe dance. Toe dance. Oh my god! Uh, just plain toe. <laughs> so instead of a hoe down, it's a toe down. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> toe down, getting thrown down. Uh, this says toe under toe. You will feel despondent over the news of a close rela- relative. Who is having domestic problems? This relative is going through a lot of pain and will continue to go through a lot of discomfort. Like his dad, it was dad's toe. <sighs> do what you can to support them until they get through this short-term crisis. Many blessings will come to you and your family. This is an extremely lucky omen, and you are definitely headed for a prosperous future. Take all the necessary steps to prevent any negative event foretold in this dream from becoming a reality. Which was a good move. He always made his dad keep his socks and shoes on. Yeah. Uh. 
you have prior notice of this and can turn it around to a very favorable outcome within three days. Huh. This is a good dream. I think it worked for bro. So toes, toes are good. Yeah. Do you want the toe dance? It's way shorter. Let's do toe dance. Toe, toe, toe dance. Some, some, <laughs> <laughs> someone will go to great lengths to be flirtatious with you in a tasteful, enjoyable way. Very classy. Hey. You will also enjoy a great deal of luck that will last for seven days. Take advantage of this lucky cycle to help you with your love relationships. Mm. Yeah, lucky. Somebody's getting slurped on there. So does it describe what a toe dance looks like when it happens in a dream? What, what is that exactly? Does it, somebody... it has no context. It literally just says toe dance. I'm wondering <laughs> if it's people dancing on their tippy toes or what I would hope is a foot that has a bunch of individual toes that can do dance moves. Ooh. Yeah, toes dancing instead of fingers, like when people make their fingers dance. Yeah, exactly. Like a toe down, like you said. Yep. Hell yeah. Yeah. I like it. Uh, Okay, I got one more. Okay. <clears throat> I had a dream that Vin Diesel was my mailbox. I mean, like it was just him from the waist up attached to a pole in the ground. He handed me my mail and said, Looks like you got some bills today. Would be nicer if they were dollar bills, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's a good line. That is a good line. Not, nine five. Eight. Eight for me. Nine five. All right. So I think if I memory serves, that means the lawnmower come out comes out just ahead with the solid, the best one. I think so. Yeah. That was the highest rated. Yeah. It's sh- quick, short, succinct, to the point. I was trying yeah. to start a lawnmower that was also my wife. I mean, there's no fat in that. Stop sentence. me up. There is no fat, and that's the beautiful thing. Then I can like fill in my own like wants and desires around whatever that very vague prompt is. Exactly. <laughs> it's perfect. Exactly what you want. Oh man, well, we got anything else? I'm out I'm all out of ideas. All out of ideas. Uh how's your little lad, man? Uh pretty good. He's uh he's not How old is he now? Completing full sentences. Sixteen months, I think. Yeah. But he's running yeah, around and he's like a little John. daredevil, dude. He's going to be a real problem. <laughs> uh, yeah. He has so no John fear. Is, he's a he's a fucking bruiser, man. It's yeah. weird. I mean, he's, he's like, like thick and he bounces his head off stuff all the time. Yeah, I've had to catch him a couple times from just falling back into the concrete. <laughs> he doesn't know many words, but he does know hot dog. He'll say hot yeah, dog they, all the time. He loves hot yeah, dogs. Yeah, Charlie knows like... Tons of words, and he knows his like you know some of his numbers and colors, and uh, he can nice. sing "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star." And oh, but I love he, that uh, stage. yeah, but he can't he can't complete sentences. He knows like he says yeah a lot. Anytime you ask him a question, he goes yeah, <laughs> he says, yeah all the time. John only in the last couple weeks learned the yes part, like nodding your head. If you would ask him any question before, it was always he'd shake his head no. Whether it was yes or no. And he would say, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. I think his first... And he'd be like, do you his... want a cookie? Mm-mm. <laughs> the first word he started using, like, liberally, other than mama, dada, was uh-oh. Like, he dropped something and he'd go, uh-oh. Like, yep. yep. Same with John, actually. Yep. That's funny. Damn. That's not a good sign, man. Now I'm nervous. <laughs> What? These boys. What was your first word? Uh oh. 
fuck. Yeah, no, he's oh, man. he's a smart cookie though. Like it's putting him in daycare sometimes, and he's like way smarter than the other kids that are his age. There, well, I don't know about way smarter. That's not a nice way to say it, but he's. I be, it's because like I've been, we've been teaching him a lot of stuff. So big, advanced brain in him. Yeah. The other kids are That's probably cool, just man. as smart. It's just they. Well, maybe not. I don't know. They might have had some medical yeah. procedures that might have <laughs> hindered that development. They're just they're hiding it. You know? Yeah, they're just holding back. They're late bloomers. It, I would assume it's just because like you know most parents are like, why would I even bother with colors and numbers before they can talk? Really, but I don't know. Yeah. Always bother. Yeah. Always bother. Yeah, exactly. Never too early to bother your kids. You know I'm a dreamer. Well. uh... Thanks for keeping the dream alive. Yeah, thanks for Hank. I need to have babies. Doing this forever. I'm glad that we. I'm glad we knocked it out. We do. Look how happy that baby is. (laughs) Yes, more babies. We need Uh, babies. Oh man! Well, Thursday. Thursdays. What the hell am I talking about? Tuesdays. Tuesday nights in the bowl. Catch Spencer and Lorian. 10 30 or 10 30 eastern yeah right around there right after bowl bowl. Uh, i love what you guys are doing you guys have a real like consistent formula that really snaps pops and it works really good work. thank you it's just kind of naturally evolved over time. it's the it's the one place i get my 33 news now that no drop the ball on. <laughs> nice yeah, there's no shortage of uh, 33 stories. That's true. <laughs> I love you, Chris. <laughs> we definitely love you, Chris. I don't have a I love you, Spencer, and Maureen. I'll change you up, unfortunately. And that was the name of the drug they gave him. Placebo. I think it's made by the Pfizer. Who wants to know? Did you reply, who wants to know? Yes. Why is this guy still on? (laughs) I didn't fucking do this! I didn't do fucking shit! The N-word, you know what the N-word is? <laughs>